Thank you guys so much for joining us on the very firstest episode ever of Philosophical Nothings. Yay! <laughs> ah, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so excited for this. Yes, yes, yes. So first, we wanted to introduce kind of, I know our trailer told you who we were, but not why or what or how we were, I guess. Um, me and Taylor met through work. I'm Peyton, by the way. Yes, we met working at a wellness facility, and we just spent all day making each other laugh about all the same things. And so we thought, might as well record all of our conversations because we have some pretty fun ones that I think a lot of people would enjoy listening to. Yeah. I think there's a ton of other people out there that think like us. I'm excited to do this podcast and I'm super excited for the first episode because it's just going to be a beautiful train wreck. And we just had so much fun talking about this kind of stuff. We thought we might as well do it once a week. Yeah. And like talking about thoughts and the process of thinking and just life in general has been like one of my favorite things to do. And I'm so glad that I found somebody else who likes to do it because I was that awkward one at parties who'd be like, what if we weren't here right now? And everybody would just look at me weird. So <laughs> My favorite is do you guys realize that we're living on a rock? <laughs> or do you feel like you're spinning right now? Because we are actually spinning. Right. Like we're spinning actually like really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting dizzy thinking about it. <laughs> so with the yes. podcast, we do one question a week and we switch on and off. This week I chose the question and next week Taylor will. And we always end the podcasts with our favorite nothings. I originally called Taylor my favorite nothing just randomly when we were talking to each other about starting the podcast. And we're just going to name our favorite thing from the week or life or whatever. Yeah. Just some kind of beautiful in the world. Yes. Sometimes it's me and sometimes it's you. Do you want to jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. Okay, so for this week, I chose the question, do we live to exist or do we exist to live? In my life right now, I feel like I'm in such a big limbo. I really feel like I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, and honestly, I know other people feel the same way because they talk to me about it or in passing, people just mention stuff. But I had a customer come in when I was working at GNC and he was like, yep, just living through the mundanities of life. And it really got me thinking, is that all that life is? Like, do we just grind quote unquote until we die? Or like, are we just meant to like live vicariously through others? Or I don't, I think there's more to life than just existing so that's why I chose this question. It got me thinking of what is the difference between living and existing and what do they mean? And I'm a really, really big fan of definitions. Um, I love words and vocabulary in general, but living, the definition for living is remaining alive. 
Whereas the definition of existing is to have objective reality. And I didn't know what objective reality was because I, again, love definitions. Objective reality is something that is actual. And like all of that really just overwhelmed my thought process because it's so much. And I really think the definition of living is cut short because is living just remaining alive? When it comes to living and existing, I feel like they kind of come hand in hand. Um, They work with each other. But also I feel like a lot of people just exist rather than living. Um, And something we kind of talked about before we started recording is it kind of feels like living is the vibrancy to existence. So I feel like you can exist to live, but living to exist is kind of counterproductive in a way. I just think it's a waste of a life. Right. It's like, like you said, it's just living through the mundanes and just kind of surviving rather than thriving. Yeah. I think there's a time and place for both. Definitely existing is like the having of something that's actual, like living, breathing, or I shouldn't even say living, but like breathing, being encased in a meat suit, literally. What is the point to our living if we're just existing? Like we have so much opportunity, but at the same point, I think you could do both. And the balance of either one of living to exist or existing to live depends on your like view of success or goals. Yeah, I think um, with this question, it's a matter of like, what does it mean to live? Life is experiencing things and existing is, I'm just kind of here, you know, and um, taking every opportunity to learn or create or, do something new or experience something from a new point of view, um, I think is what life is all about. Like that's what like life is. Life is learning and growing and existing is just merely here. And I think living is different to everyone because like, I know you enjoy Reiki very much so. And that's just, and no hate, no shade, no nothing, but I'm just not into that. I'm not into um, the Stevie Nicks lifestyle. (laughs) But I'm very much like, I just went fishing this past weekend and that's my living. Like, and some people, their living is going to get their nails done. And some people it's reading a book and some people it's all of that together packed into one hour and they just, I don't know I find that I end up losing a lot or filling all of my time and never having enough time to live Mm -hmm. and side note I feel that's why life is so short because we're an eternal soul in a temporary body yeah we're we have a limited time here and like as far as this existence goes you know yeah and in this existence we've been given this body that can do amazing things and um, 
grows and is so intelligent and learns and just experiences things, you know? So like, I know I admire how much you go outside like because I'm like, wow, she is living the life. She it's, and that's something that I want to integrate into my life or into my existence is that love for nature yeah. and connecting with nature because it's one life and we've been given this beautiful planet to experience you know it's it makes life beautiful I think life is about experience all the beauty of life and yeah like every trial the trials are hard you know but you learn at the end and um I don't remember who said it they I keep finding things that are just talking about how we have been trained as a society to just work until we die. Yeah. Um, but the point of life is to just enjoy it. You know, we weren't put here just to live and die and work and <laughs> eat, sleep and work. You know, we need to experience what life has to offer. It's what makes life beautiful. And I want this to be a different podcast, or not a podcast, but a different topic. But I do think the level of living that you do is like, I don't know, it adds to your success. And no hate on anybody who has a degree or whatever. I don't because I have no clue what I'm doing with my life. But lately so many people have been telling me you're not going to be successful you don't have a piece of paper you're not going to be successful if you don't have a six-figure job if you don't start having kids now if you don't start doing this that and the other but I feel like I've lived so much life because I've seen so many things and like I laugh and I smile and to me living is more important than having levels of success and absolutely I think levels of success are more existing because it's existing it's kind of like um what is it natural selection I guess like of the world to me yeah because it's who has the most degree who has the smartest brain who whatever whereas living is like oh you traveled to this place and it's like the depth of your personality is your living and to me, living is way more important than existing. I'd rather be a bum on the street, but I've seen the whole world than to be wearing a suit, working nine to five every day and never being able to live. Right. Right. I, I love that. I feel like I've had the same struggles. I've gone back and forth about completing my degree because like, it's true. We live in a world where it's like you get a degree or you struggle or, you know, or that's the basis of what people rank you as. Right. And it shouldn't be. Like you're be. not, like your worth is somehow tied to that piece of paper. And, and nobody's it's less not. than. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I know for me is, I believe is like the biggest purpose to my life. And I think that kind of ties back into 
like, do we exist to live or do we live to exist is that existence is just there, but living has a purpose. And I think like using that time that you have here to discover what that purpose is, even if that purpose is just enjoying. Yeah. Like that purpose, it doesn't have to be, um, my purpose in life is to start a business and grow and be wildly successful and have this perfect, beautiful family and have this perfect, beautiful house. Like, like at the end of the day, that's just going to be stuff. You know, you're like your life will not, the way that you live is what matters you know, like it's what you're doing with yourself, what you, how you love yourself, how you love people around you. And I have here in my notes, love is life, you know, it's like, how how are you like living is just loving every part of your life. And if you're miserable, because all you do is work, then you're just existing. Then you're literally just existing. You're not doing anything with a purpose it's just autopilot I you know I think it's very important to like allow ourselves to discover that because it doesn't just happen like that you know it takes time Uh, I think that's one of the hardest lessons I've learned since graduating high school is like I was asked at 15 what I was going to do with for the rest of my life yeah at 15 <laughs> like, like I don't know <laughs> drive a car maybe like <laughs> maybe buy some McDonald's by myself like I don't know right. oh. I I know I that was the hardest question for me in high school because I was like I honestly what I want out of my life what I want to do with my life is I want to be happy it's such a struggle because you're asked those questions all the time. And I feel like there's so much pressure and stigma on like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? When are you going to be successful? And it's like, I like, sorry, I'm so passionate about this. It's been my life for the past couple months. And it's frustrating because I don't know what I want to do, but I know. I was always taught your work, you do not have to love, but it has to supplement what you do love. Like fishing. We spent 150 bucks on like fishing tackle, a new pole, gas and whatnot. And I got that money from working a crap job I don't like. And then I went and I lived with it. And I like, I wanted to tag on to your thought before I do think existing is given from the moment we're born we are given the existence that we have like we're given that but I think living is achieved like you have to go and do and be and discover and I think that's why a lot of people do spiritual journeys or whatever you want to call them um like a lot of people call them self-love journeys and whatnot because this world is very much based off of existence like what level have you achieved of existing 
Right. Whereas it's not, hey, what did you do that made your heart smile today? Right. And I think, I think as humans, we're doing it wrong. Like as a human race, it's, I don't think everything should be based off of what you've achieved in life. I think it should be off of like what you've done and experienced and grown and lived through. Right. I think we put so much pressure to like be a certain way and like follow a certain set of rules that to existence. Like there's been this set of rules of like expectations for existence. But I think when it comes to living, there are no rules, you know, you do what you love and not everybody's going to love the same things you do. And nobody's going to live the same way you live because nobody is you. Because we're unique. Exactly. And I like, I did a consciousness training and it was a huge turning point for me before, before that I was in a very low place. Um, But the biggest thing that I learned in that that training is that I deserve better out of me. Like the way that I was choosing to treat myself was causing me to merely exist. Yeah. Because I had convinced myself that because of these certain rules of existence, I wasn't worthy of living. I was only to the caliber of existing. And I think that's the really important and fun part of life, even though in the thick of it, it doesn't feel like fun. It feels really hard. Yeah. Um, But that's like, for me, that's in what, in my spiritual awakening um, is what I like to call it. Um, I feel like I kind of woke up to who I was and realized that I had let the world tell me how to live. I had chose certain jobs because I thought that that's what would be socially acceptable. I did certain things. I went straight to college after high school because that's what everybody did. Yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't work. And it took me till now. I'm 26. So what, eight years, eight years to finally come to the point where I am completely content with my life because like your life doesn't need to be exciting all of the time. No, it'd be exhausting. Right. You'd be exhausted, be exhausted but like living your life and just loving every part of it is just, I think that has just, that's what's changed my life is like, once you change that perspective of my life sucks to what am I learning from this? What is this trying to teach me? Yeah, You know, you start to see things differently and you start to realize that like even the parts that suck you can still find joy and still love your life even when it's hard you know 
you can still love who you are and love the people around you and love the experiences you've gone through. Because I know I wouldn't be this person without all of those really, really hard times. And like, I feel like I am living now. I've shifted out of just merely existing. And I've, I feel like there's a life force. Yeah. Now where there wasn't like they don't there's no such thing as like existence force existence force it kind of sounds like space force or like air force or some crap yes. <laughs> <laughs> or branch of the village i'm existence force i'm existence force <laughs> <laughs> make sure that you're still alive thank you for your service <laughs> is that just healthcare to be <laughs> I will now forever call healthcare existence force. <laughs> Thank you for all our existence force workers. Your heroes. I love it. I love oh it. I'm I'm on board. Yes. Let's change it. Changed <laughs> as of right now. Yes. I I love how you said that because it was so beautifully put. I do believe like to answer the question or what have you of do we live to exist or do we exist to live? I really think we do both because there is that balance of living and existing. I think at least for me, when I get lost in my headspace and like my brain is not kind to myself, I just start existing because that's when I register. This is the time I need self-care. I have overworked myself. I have done something where I just need to get back to my living. And I think existing is a good platform to boost yourself off of in order to live. Because as long as you're existing, you can live. But like if you're only living and loving your life all the time, there's a time and place where you're going to be exhausted and you need to get back to existing just for a moment. Ground yourself. I love that phrase, even though I didn't always understand it. Like I got nervous the other day because we were in this like really old building and I was like, I'm going to die. This is how it all ends. And I stepped out of the building and I literally took my shoe off to put my bare foot onto the ground to ground myself because I was living and it got too much. And so I had to go exist for a second and remind myself, yes, we're only human. And I just, I think it's a fine balance, but I think if you only do one or the other, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Not that I am existence force telling you how to live your life but I just there needs to be that fine balance otherwise you're going to exhaust yourself on either level so like you need existence and you need living yeah they have to balance each other exactly even though it's hella hard sometimes and it's almost impossible and you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders but that's yeah. just why we carry all of our stress in our triceps, or not triceps, on our traps. <laughs> I mean, I'm really I carry like... stress in my triceps. <laughs> Can you imagine 
imagine how buff I'd be? Walking to the gym with these ginormous triceps. Be like, it's just the stress. <laughs> this is my stress muscle. <laughs> Every time I get stressed, I flex my triceps. Can I have a stress abs? <laughs> Please. Do you have any more thoughts on this question? Yeah. Uh, just my, I think my wrap up thought is um, you'll learn very quickly from this podcast that I am a co- total and complete stand for Joe Dispenza. He's written many books, done many seminars um, on how humans become supernatural and how our thoughts create the life that we want. And his big thing and the big thing that I learned from my training and everything is be in the now. And that's where I think the now moment is where existing in life, living come as one Mm. is right in the now, because um, if you're living in the past or living in the future, you're just creating anxiety over something that's not even happened or it's already happened, something you can't even change, you know? And so in this life, be in the now. Yeah. Live in the now and enjoy your life as it is now. Um, I heard um, one girl on TikTok say that she said, I'll always look back at myself and thank myself for who I was then. Because sometimes you look back and you're like, God, I wish I would have done it different. But she said, I look back and I thank myself because the person I was then got me through. And I, that stuck, me, it stuck with me because for a long time, I was really upset with myself yeah. for how I reacted to things, ways that I have, like choices, choices I had made. Um, I look back and I'm like, God, you're so stupid. Like, I mean, hindsight's always 2020 and getting older, you continue to learn. But when she said that, I was like, wow, that is so true. Because without the person that I was then, I would have never made it through. And like the coping mechanisms that I had back then got me through. As toxic as it may be to stress eat, you know, at that point, at that point in my life, it was what was getting me through, you know. And so honoring where you've been and love where you are now and live where you are now. Yeah. And not honoring yourself, not worry for tomorrow because it's existence is a given, but tomorrow is not. So that's why you live for today. Mm -hmm. Well, Miss Peyton, do you have anything final to say? Find what you love to do. Like that's, I guess I struggled so long with existing and living because I lived for others. I like, I never was taught when I was younger to find a hobby or to like do anything of that nature. I was just taught, Hey, you need to go do this because it's going to help this person out. And so I was living for others and I still do. I always like, that's, that's how I was raised and that's kind of how I'm wired and I'm trying to rewire it 
but I guess like to all of our listeners, all like two of you, hopefully there's more. Um, but, and to just anybody in general, I always tell them to find what you love, no matter if somebody makes fun of you for it, or if they don't understand it, like I'm a crappy painter, but I love going to those wine and paint classes because it's me loving myself. I love reading. I'll take like when Mark is gone and out in the field or somewhere, I'll take a book and I'll go on a hike and I'll sit in nature and I'll just read and just, those are my things I love and I'm falling in love with the gym. But for the longest time, I had nothing that was specific to me that I loved. So I would just love others and exist to be there for others. Find that balance because if you do not love yourself and do not live for yourself, how are you going to love others or be there for others? I guess it'd be my final thought. I know it's not specifically on the topic, but that is just my um, challenge to everybody, I guess. Um, me and Peyton in talking about this podcast we've gotten so excited about the things that we've got prepared for this and the type of things we're going to start talking about they're not all going to be as philosophical as this one we're going to have some fun ones uh, I like to kind of throw in some high thoughts is what I like to call yeah. them <laughs> um, that are going to be more on the funny side um, but it's really just we love talking about our existence and living and what it means to be a patron on this earth. <laughs> um, and so I am so excited that we're finally doing this. And I'm so excited that you all tuned in to our first episode. Taylor, what was your favorite nothing of this week or just in general? Ooh, my favorite nothing of the week or general. I think my favorite nothing um, has just been hanging out with my family and hanging out with myself. Um, it's been a pretty hectic week um, when life lifes, you know? Yeah. And so I think my favorite nothing is just the comfort of family and self, of like getting back to self and allowing me to do what I enjoy. And so that's been fun, especially this weekend. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. What about you, Miss Peyton? Which are your favorite nothing for the week? <laughs> I guess. So, um, I don't know. There's so many. Just because anytime, like every day, I'm like, what was I thankful for today? Every time before bed. I don't know why I've always done that. But I guess, so we like had a really funky day. Something came up and it totally like threw me off and it got me into my feelings. So my favorite nothing was Mark had recognized. He's like, I know she's upset about something because he knew what had happened. And he came and kissed me on the forehead and he was like, you are enough. And just it, it was my favorite nothing and it made me it made my heart so full because our communication is like so awesome but yeah that's my favorite nothing also my cats 
Well, Peyton, I love talking to you and I'm so excited we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for and next week. Yes. Tune in next week on Spotify on Tuesdays. And yeah, we will see you then. Thanks for getting philosophical with us today. Yeah. Share and like and tell all your friends and become philosophers with us. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.